Hello, it's time to build your empire. Sophie Zolman, owner and founder of Sophie Zoe Virtually There For You, is sharing the secrets to building a better business and taking back your time. Let's get started. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me again this week. This is Building Your Empire with Sophie Zoe, and I'm Sophie Zoe. Today we're talking about finding new ways to share your genius. After all, you've spent so many years learning everything about your industry, right? You know your business inside out and backwards, and you've learned plenty of great tips and tricks along the way. Don't you want to share it? Think about those up-and-coming business owners who would absolutely love some guidance. Maybe you had a really great mentor when you first started out, or people that inspired you and helped you turn a great idea into an incredible business. You can do that very same thing for someone else. Let's pay it forward when we can. You've also got great advice you can offer to fellow established business owners. I mean, we're all in this together, so let's help each other out when we can, right? And technology makes it easier than ever to share what you know. With a little planning and creativity, you can put together a webinar or even an online course in no time flat. So let's start with webinars. Since it's a one-off, they're a great starting point for those of you that want to test out virtual learning opportunities without a big commitment. The first thing you have to do is pick a topic. That seems simple, right? But honestly, it can be very challenging. I might think, hmm, I should produce a webinar about marketing. Wow, that's a great idea. It's interesting, informative, and it applies to every business owner out there. I can't lose, right? Well, maybe not. Marketing is all those things, but it's also a huge, broad topic. There are a million different aspects to marketing, and unless I'm planning to put on a 14-hour webinar, or heck, a 14-month webinar, I'm going to need to narrow it down. Your topic needs to be simple. You're taking an in-depth look at one main idea, not jumping around to a bunch of different themes. So if I'm choosing marketing topic, I have to narrow it down to one aspect of marketing. So maybe I'll do a webinar about crafting the perfect email funnel, or maybe I could talk about creating an ideal client profile. Whatever you choose, make sure you're staying on track and giving your audience some useful information. Your webinar needs to be informative, but it also needs to be interesting. Not every idea is suitable for a webinar. The best webinar content comes from fresh angles, new ideas, and captivating how-to tutorials. You can also adapt presentations from conferences or speaking engagements you've done in the past into a webinar to make it available to a wider audience. A good rule of thumb to follow when choosing a webinar topic is to make sure you live up to your own hype. You're asking people to give you their valuable time, so make it worth their while by giving them a webinar that's genuinely interesting and informative. Once you've chosen your topic, you've got to decide on your format. Are you going to be the only speaker? Will you bring in another host and conduct an interview or a Q&A session or even a discussion back and forth about the topic? Or will you have a multi-panel discussion with a moderator? There are a lot of factors that contribute to this decision. First of all, how comfortable are you on camera? If you're pretty good on camera and you're doing a how-to tutorial, single speaker is a great choice. But if you're shy or awkward, you're probably not going to want to go with the single speaker format. If the idea of all eyes on you makes you want to hide under your desk, choose a multi-speaker format. You can do a Q&A session, you can interview another person, or you can have a back and forth conversation about the topic, or even a multi-speaker panel. Those are great choices when you're discussing revolutionary ideas or exciting new industry developments. You've choos chosen your format, now it's time to start planning. 
Obviously, you need to know your topic inside and out. You're going to be talking for about an hour and probably taking questions either along the way or afterwards, so you want to be prepared for anything. But being an expert on your topic doesn't mean you can wing it. Y'all, I cannot stress this enough. You need a script. I'm going to say that again. You need a script. Without a script, you're pretty much guaranteed to have an hour filled with awkward pauses, lots of uhs and ums, and you'll likely find yourself going off on tangents that confuse your audience and dilute your message. So yes, a script is imperative, but it can take different forms. You may not need a word-for-word script that you read directly. That might even work against you if you're doing a live webinar because you're going to be sitting there reading your script word-for-word and not really being personable and flowing and looking your audience in the eye. You do need a strong, comprehensive outline at the very least. So segment your topic and have all of your talking points outlined for each section. That way you'll avoid going off topic and you won't forget any important information. You're going to need some slides to go with that presentation. They help you explain complicated ideas and they make your webinar way more interesting. I mean, you're good looking and all, but it'd be weird for someone to sit there for an hour watching you talk to your laptop camera, right? You want to break things up with great slides and graphics. But remember, these slides are meant to be a companion to your presentation. Do not, I repeat, do not spend an hour reading slides to your audience. We've all sat through those kinds of things, right? You're at a conference or something, and the speaker is up there on stage literally reading directly from the slides. No improv, no additional information, no examples except what's on the slides. Is there anything more boring? I mean, it's awful, right? You just want to say, okay, thanks. I can read for myself. File that under meetings or conferences that I could have done with an email or gotten through an ebook or a free report or something. So yes, you definitely want to avoid producing a webinar that could have been an email or a PDF or an ebook. I know you'd never do that because you've got great ideas, a great script, and you're ready to do this thing. But first, you have to choose a platform to present it. There are plenty to choose from, and the size of your company and the number of attendees you're expecting helps you choose the best one. Now, how are you going to get people to watch it? Obviously, you're going to promote the hell out of this thing and get people really excited and ready to tune in. Generally, you want to start promoting your webinar about a week or two before it happens. That gives your audience time to plan and clear their schedule, but not enough time to forget about it. Send out emails to existing clients to your email list and include the link. Promote it on social media and get colleagues to promote it on their social media if you can. Make sure you're directing interested audience members to an opt-in page where they can register to attend. It gives you an idea of how many to expect when you go live, and you can collect some new information for your CRM records. So you can market to them after, you can provide great information and keep yourself top of mind so that they might want to work with you in the future, and they may buy future courses as well. So now you're a week away from your webinar debut, and it's time to practice. Go through that script until you feel really comfortable and natural with it. If there will be other speakers, schedule at least one trial run to make sure everyone can log in and hear each other and everything works seamlessly. Make sure you have the right equipment. Don't rely on your laptop's microphone or you'll have poor tinny sound quality. Invest in a decent headset microphone and make sure it's good quality and not just the cheapest thing you can find. Nobody wants to listen to a presenter that sounds like they're broadcasting from the bottom of a well. 
I also recommend having backup batteries for your equipment if you're not doing this in a location that you're plugged in to the power source. At the very least, make sure everything is fully charged before you go live, but try to be plugged in if you can. And if you can secure a tech assistant before the big day, do it. Even if it's just your tech-savvy teenager, having someone on hand to troubleshoot and deal with tech issues can be a lifesaver when you're hosting a live webinar. Okay, so it's finally here. You're premiering your awesome webinar, and it's going to be great. Your last-minute prep includes checking your surroundings. Are you in a quiet room where you won't be disturbed by kids or pets or outside noise? Is your background clear and clean? It's really hard to project an air of authority if there's a basket of unfolded laundry in plain sight right behind you. Also, silence your cell phone and email notifications and anything else that could cause distractions and get ready to log in. Be early. Let me say that again. Be early. No one wants to wait on a late webinar host and you should be ready and waiting to greet your attendees as they log in. Guess what? It's showtime. Once you've gotten a successful webinar or two under your belt, you might be ready to take on a bigger challenge, a new challenge. After all, you've got all that information to share. Why stick to just a single topic here and there? You, my friend, are ready to offer an online course. That can really sound daunting at first. Like, how am I going to create an entire multi-week course from scratch? But I promise you've got this. It's way easier than you think. Most of the prep is really similar to putting together a webinar. Obviously, you have to start with a topic. It doesn't have to be as narrow as the webinar topic, but you can't go too broad still. I still wouldn't do a course on just marketing, but I might offer a course on improving your social media visibility. That's something I can cover fully in four to six lessons. And if you're having a hard time figuring out your topic, start by defining your audience. What are they struggling with? What's your solution? Why is your solution better than the competition's? Once you have a few ideas, choose the one that you are most knowledgeable and passionate about that can also be profitable. After all, you wanna make money on this. Sharing your genius is great, but so is boosting your income. When you've chosen your topic, you can start outlining your course. You begin by setting your learning goals and objectives. What do you want your audience to learn and how are you going to measure it? Then you start breaking your topics down into weekly lessons. You can divide it up into chapters, weekly lessons, modules, units, whatever terminology fits your audience the best. Now comes the hard part, drafting your course. I'm not gonna lie, a lot goes into writing a multi-lesson course, but you don't have to do it alone and you don't have to do it from scratch. Start by looking through your archived content to see what you can use. Pull from previous webinars, blog posts, and presentations you've done in the past. Look at any content that you've got out there that can be wrapped up into a multi-level course with just a little few tweaks here and there to make it all run together right. If you still need help organizing your ideas and putting them all down on paper, call in a copywriter. They can help you create course content that's concise, well-written, and easy to understand. You'll also need to choose a platform and format for your course. Will your materials be video only, or will you offer worksheets, homework assignments, checklists, things like that that can add to and solidify and make your, your content even better? And then, are you going to conduct it live, or are you going to make it pre-recorded so that someone can watch it anytime they want? 
by going with the pre-recorded, it's instantly evergreen and can be sold again and again, time and time and over and over. If you do it live, then you may want to repurpose it into an evergreen webinar or course, I should say, as long as you can make that particular recording of that live session evergreen without too much work. And then think about bonus materials as well. What will customers get when they register? It could be an exclusive Facebook group for questions and discussions. It could be other materials on the topic, but not included with the course. Or it could be a free 30-minute strategy call with you to go deeper into it and get some personal insight on how they can apply it to their business. Whatever you think would enhance your course and make customers more likely to buy, those are the bonuses you need to include. Choosing that right course platform comes down to finding the one that best meets your needs. There are lots of learning management systems that can cover everything from creating and distributing materials to tracking and managing enrollment. There are even tools out there that do it all. You have your funnel with your opt-in page, your sales page, your email funnel, and the course itself. So be sure you choose what you need and do what's best for you and your budget as well. So you also have to determine your pricing. Will this course be a one-time fee or will you offer a subscription option that includes future courses or even a membership site where you're going to have more material coming out regularly? Promoting your course will be really similar to promoting your webinar. You'll rely on social media and email and maybe even a few Facebook ads and maybe even some of your colleagues and friends too. Make sure you include anyone that attended your webinars in the past. Because your course includes video, you'll practice it and do test runs just like you did with your webinar. Whether it's live or pre-recorded, you're going to practice before you put your final content out there. That part is exactly the same. You'll also want to keep in touch with online course attendees after it ends, especially if you intend to offer more courses in the future or if it was live and you want to make it evergreen. Their feedback is incredibly valuable. Ask them what they liked, what they learned, if there was anything you could do better or make clearer, and then use that information to make your next online course even better. And you can use that inform information as a testimonial or social proof, so to speak, on the sales page for that course going evergreen or future courses and future things you do along those lines. So that's a wrap for today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this gets you thinking about all the ways that you can share your genius. If you've got a webinar or online course in the works, I would love to hear about it. Reach out by email or social media and tell me all about it. Let's get you out there and sharing your genius. So join me again next week because then we're going to talk about tech. I'm sharing my favorite programs and apps that make running your business easier and stress-free. And some of that may be a part of what helps you do the webinar and online course you're thinking of too. You never know. Tune in then and see what we have for you then. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Building Your Empire. For more tips on business building and living your best life, check out our website at sophiezo.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Have a great day.